Pickaxe. Welcome to the Review of Death, a Doctor Who podcast, your fortnightly home for all the latest news and reviews of the longest-running science fiction series in the world. Each episode will update you with what's happening in the world of Doctor Who. Is that not the most beautiful Doctor Who logo you have ever seen? Then we'll review an episode from Doctor Who's 60-year history, which we promise will be filled with lots of very serious discussions. This is the definition for Chumbly. Receiving a or taking a now, I was going to say, do Louis through like weird weekends with different doctors. This lady over here just got you to sign her knickers from 1986. Yeah. Does that happen often? Yeah. <laughs> not mm. as often as I'd like. <laughs> <laughs> and if that's not all, we'll have guest presenters, interviews, tier lists, and more. So join us, Matt and Billy, for the review of Death from Pickaxe, a chat about the greatest show in the galaxy. Available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Help me, Lewis. Help me. I'm trapped in Simon's crotch. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Simon's... Pee-pee! <laughs> bit delayed. Yeah. We haven't spoke to Seed's Daff. How's Daff doing? He looks like a good boy. I'm doing very well, Lewis. It was my birthday. Oh, happy birthday. How old is he? What did you get me? Oh, a big kiss. Come here. <laughs> Have you got a receipt for that? <laughs> oh, can't get a refund. What's it? What are we doing today? What's the theme? It's animal news. Ah. Animal. It's not pee news. Don't worry. No, no. It's not pee news. It's not whatever bum news, whatever it is we've done in the past. I did like bum news. Poo news. I Poo don't news know. Poo news is great. Do we have a noise? Sorry. Is there like a little? <laughs> Animal news. Do you know what I mean? A little cheeky. <laughs> what are we starting with? Okay, this is hot. This is hot news and it's local news. Bristol Lewis, news. You're going to love it. It's got your favourite animal in it. The... Emu. Okay. Man crashes... Oh, hi there, Lewis. How's it going? It's been a while, hasn't it? Hi. It's been a while. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm that, I was doing fine until... I'm just going to go over here for a bit. Okay, just... oh, thank goodness. Okay. Um, a man has <clears throat> crashed into a shop in Bristol, and then he ran off only to be attacked by an emu. Yeah. Holy crap. Where did this happen? Just in... Malmesbury. Okay, sure. Local. And Ish. I didn't know there were a lot of emus around Malmesbury, just in the street. It is weird that wild he would... emus. Yeah, it's not native. Was there one in the shop to England? How did he get? Attacked? I think it was working in the shop. Right. The cashier was the emu. Well, it's from Australia, isn't it? Aren't they from from the emus from Australia? Oh, maybe he was working in a bar then. They they come over, don't they? And they yeah. work. They, cut, they do come over here. <laughs> what, what's I like that? it. What? What was that? The Australians. They come over here, don't they? The they come over here and they work. <laughs> they love it. They do. Uh, they do love it. So a driver who crashed his utility vehicle, typical, uh, one of those flatbed trucks, yeah. into the centre of a Wiltshire town, thought he was making an escape, only to be attacked by an emu as he ran from the scene. Where is this? How did this happen? Malmesbury. No, but what? He crashed into the shop front almost at 90 degrees to the road. 
We can clearly see that that's not true from this photo. 45 degrees. We can clearly at, at see best. We can clearly see that they're wrong. There is no way that was 90 degrees. 40-ish degrees. Sure. And that then he did he abandon it and run for it? He was like he did yeah, he, he did it was a hit and run on a shop. Okay, hang on. So the crash scene was op opposite opposite the historic abbey, okay? Mm. And next door is the old Bell Hotel where Chief Executive, sorry, Executive Chef mm. Dean Wade rushed to help. Yeah. He went to see if the two people scrambling out of the car needed help. We just assumed someone had lost control of their car, he said. He's, he's used to uh, scrambling eggs, but not scrambling people coming out of cars. Very, very good. <sighs> Don't worry, we'll get, we'll, it's the start of the podcast. We edit that out. We're not warmed up. <laughs> but when we got there, they tried to run away. So Dean gave chase across the hilltop market town mm. for 15 minutes over streets across allotments and eventually out of the town into the fields near the river and onto a farm mm. that keeps exotic animals. Mayhaps some emus were upon said farm. So we have a chef from next door. What is going on with this chef? It's none of your fucking business. Why are you getting involved? Why are you chasing, Why are you chasing people down? For 15 minutes. Okay. Get a life. So get a life. Get back in get get back in the kitchen. What time was this? Was this, uh, this better not be during the lunchtime rush? Well, yeah, exactly. You know, people are waiting for their chips or whatever you cook, Dean, in your as your executive chef. So the driver leapt a fence and found himself face to face with an emu and an angry one. A mother <laughs> protecting her young. Oh. Her young. <laughs> the mother obviously felt threatened and proceeded to attack him, said Dean. I'm a fisherman, and so I've been around swans. What? When they are, he's a fisherman young. now. And I know I thought he was a chef. I know how protective mother birds are, so I thought there's no way I'm going in there. They're massive. Do yeah. you know what? Fair play, absolutely 100% right, wasn't he? Help was quickly at hand. The Wiltshire police turned up, who offered the man a better option than an angry emu, and he was arrested. It, it, it really is like hot fuzz, isn't it? So this happened at 12:30, just at lunchtime. There was a single vehicle collision. At 12.30? What the, sh what the fuck is the chef doing? Well, what I, is he doing? I guess not a lot of people probably come in for lunch, though, at the hotel, right? I reckon it's more like what? dinner prep. It's like you do the what? dinner prep, you know? You're getting they've all got, the... They've got you're hot chopping pies, all the tomatoes, hot the... chips. The old bell. Hot eggs. Are you a shareholder? Do you own... I'm just very disappointed. In the Dean's... You don't think Dean's a hero, local hero? Why is he a hero? hero chases down hit and run criminals who've hit a Who cares? I mean, and it's not, no one was hurt. They just smashed into his shop. Well, it's still a hit. It doesn't even look like the shop's being used. Look, it's blank. There's no signage. No, on that's it. just a trendy one. It's a trendy shop. Nothing they there, sell, there's nothing in the window. They probably sell jewellery. It's just or an empty fucking shop. No, it's trendy. They crashed into the window of. That's Who gives someone's a shit? livelihood. Why would anyone care? And this guy's running after these guys. What if they turn around and beat the shit out of yeah, him? Yeah, what if they got a knife? He just got, you know, beat up, stabbed, mugged. For what? Left for, for emu food. For trying to like protect a shop that no one's using. That's true. It's just so weird. It is weird. So anyway. They all got, they, everyone got arrested. The real hero was the emu. I think the real hero was the He's emu. He's our hero of the week. Congratulations, unnamed emu. Who protected his young, or her young, 
Um, I was a mother, yeah. A, a lady emu. The main road for the town was closed for a number of hours, and all three emergency services were involved. Were they? <clears throat> Why did there was no fire? But maybe they needed to like get the car out of the yeah. building. So that's a fire brigade thing, right? Yeah. Seems like those lads can do it. The police, obviously important, and the emu maybe got injured. The emu actually worked for the ambulance services. It's a paramedic emu. That's how it got involved. Okay. I'm trying to think of a pun. I can wait. <clears throat> Luke's thinking of one as well. You gonna help or are you just There aren't any. <laughs> Luke? No? A pun involving an emu, a large bird, flightless, a paramedic, maybe, maybe he drives an ambulance. How about this? After he got attacked by the emu, they needed to put him on a ostricher. Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> that not, was worth it. That. that was worth the wait. <laughs> you still got it, Lewis. Hello, my friend. My name's Sean, and I want to end your suffering. No, not like that. With meditation in my new podcast, Mindfulness for Gamers. Each episode, I'll take you through how mindfulness can help you to feel less anxious and frustrated and put you on the path of happiness, all through the lovely, grimy lens of video games. So make time to level up your mental health and take the first step on your spiritual skill tree. Join me and subscribe to Mindfulness for Gamers right here, right now. I still don't understand this story. I've read it twice and I still don't quite understand. It's very weird. It's very weird. This is um, Devon News. <clears throat> Devon News. Also quite local. Yeah, it's the other way. Southwest. Uh, world's smallest lap dancing club. Opens in North Devon Beach Hut. Okay. Spearmint Seagulls is called. Okay, it's sure. And it's located inside a beach hut. A beach hut. Locals have been flocking, very funny. Yeah, it's good. To it? show off their pole dancing skills. I'm confused about this. Yeah. So this is in Westwood Ho exclamation mark, which very... is famous. For having an exclamation mark. In the name of it, yeah. A few people, yeah, not, yeah. It's very pub quiz sort of trivia to know. It's a, a classic seaside resort in Britain. And as a result has some characters. Oh, some real characters, yeah. One of yeah. whom has set up an eight foot square beach hut with a shiny metal pole. Mm. Black walls, mm -hmm. zebra skin furnishings, a disco light, mm -hmm. a heater, you, you know, because they're not wearing many clothes, a purple LED light, and a Bluetooth speaker, no expense spared, <sighs> uh, with a beaded curtain shielding the entrance, Yeah, and metal security gulls. Security gulls, made of metal. Security gulls. Security. That is... It's been... That's really pushing it, isn't it? Inside, there are signs... 
reading Gulls, 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 and Gulls Just Wanna Have Fun. <laughs> well, of course, we know seagulls. We love them. They're a big part Do we know? of our... Do we love them? We love them. Do we love them? No. They're great. Yeah, are they? <laughs> are they, no? I think they're fine, yeah. Oh, they're, now they're fine. Yeah, they're good. I think they're great. I think they're good. I think they're fine. I think they're good. They're doing. They're all right, aren't they? They're all right. I don't think we should. I think that we should look after them. They're good lads. They're good lads. They are good lads. They are good lads. They are good. We need. They are good lads. Let's not get rid of them. Let's not get rid of them. Some things on this show we talk about, and I'm like, look, let's just get rid of them. But some things I'm like, let's keep them. And this what this is a keeper, you know, seagulls. Uh, keep them. Why? Why not? They're fine. They're not doing any harm. They're getting rid of all the chips. Oh, eating I all the see. vomit no, off the I pavement. See. I see. They're like dustbins. Yeah. They're like they're it's like little, you and your fucking they're like sunflower seeds Roombas, out there in they? Bristol, scattering your seeds around. My friends, these are my friends. They're all flocking around you. You're like a Disney princess. Oh, there's the one with one leg out on Queen Square. I gave that a little seed today. Gave that a little sunflower seed. It is. Keeping it going. You're encouraging them. Well, you know, they need a little bit of attention. If you keep doing it, someone will punch you. Someone? A Bristolian resident will see you doing it and they will just lamp you for feeding the seagulls. Where is it you're not allowed to? Where does it say you're not allowed to? It's, it, it, this will happen. It's a matter of time. If there it's were si- time. If there signs I'm up. not saying I'll be the one to do right. it. Don't get me wrong, Lewis. <laughs> another just another sleepless night away from snapping um seagulls are, are fine and so anyway what is this is this a joke or is this real do you know what I mean it's both it's both it's real both. and the joke so it's a tiny little beach hut the idea is that you you would rent out a beach hut when you arrive at the beach you get a key you walk inside you get changed you put your belongings in there you go out, you lock it again, and then you go swimming. Right. And then when you're done, you go back to the hut, you get off the wet clothes, you dry off, you get changed into your normal clothes, you know, get your phone and whatever, and then leave again. Right. So it's a very practical thing to have beach huts. Okay. They serve a good purpose. Okay. But for a lot of the year, they're not being used for anything. Right. Not summer. No one's using all these beach huts. So, it, but this is... During the summer, right? It is the summer now, yeah. Like, this was July this month, as we were recording. So I'm not quite sure of the logic there. Well, do you think it's one of these things that they've sort of thrown it up there as a kind of joke, like a theme? You know how you have these hotel rooms that are, like, themed? Like, you know, Batman-themed or, like... There was the Airbnb that was all cheese. Exactly, right? So you have this this lap dance themed one yeah just as a joke but maybe someone might actually have a lap dance in it you know like oh i see do you, do you see what i'm saying the owner's the owner's wife is like why have you done that one up like a strip club and he's oh, like it's a joke it's just a joke, joke. It's just a joke. Yeah, i mean like i don't think anyone's actually going to do a strip tease in there you know but if they do i wouldn't want them to you know but i'll be down there every day just to make sure none, <laughs> of, them, none of them are sure yeah yeah, yeah. um you know, I've, I've got a few girls coming in actually just to check the poles solid, you know, because we don't want any accidents. Don't want anyone like, you know. If the pole is all lubed up, you don't want them slipping off of it. Yeah. Hitting their head. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. Might be so a they're basically bit. just seating. 
at the moment. There's four of these huts that are all owned by the same inn. And they're, you know, brightly coloured. Three of them are just basically like picnic table sort of seating kind of thing. Yeah, it looked like a place that you'd have like your dinner in. Yeah, a nice you eat fish and chips. Safe in the knowledge that gulls won't be swooping down because you're, you're oh, in a covered... Gull safe. Yeah. That's important because those gulls are serious. They are. When it comes to fish and chips, certainly. But like the one on the left is like uh, pink and yellow. Then the next one along is like a nice sort of powder blue. And then there's a really bright green one. And then there's just this one that's all black in the inside with like chrome metallic things. And the, that's the lap the, dancing It's the club. seedy one. It's the seedy looking one. It kind of ruins it, the whole the whole theme because it looks quite family friendly, and then you've got a weird sex one on the end, haven't you? So you see this described as the world's only flap dancing club, which I don't know if that's flap dancing. It's a bit weird. Um, I'm not sure I like the sound of it. Locals have been flocking to the hut to show off their pole dancing skills. Uh, one of the first to strip off and christen the pole. Is 57-year-old grandmother yeah. Janice Sears, a member of the Westwood Ho Blue Tits Swimmers Club. <sighs> is that what colour your tits go when you've been swimming at Very Westwood Ho? Very cold, that water. Jesus. She was one of the first to, to get... to. Well, you know, mm? she said, I love it. It's a little bit of fun, which we all need in this world at the moment. If it makes you smile, do it, is what I say. I'm 57 and hopefully... Teaching ladies to love their curves and have fun at any age. I just hope I didn't put anyone off their breakfast. <laughs> Janice, you are a darling. You're a legend, Janice. So there is this, there is this as well. There is this. What is this? Okay, they've got a mascot. They have a mascot. Um, dressed up as a seagull. Right. There's not a lot of, I'm, there's not a lot of room. In this, there is beach not. Cup. It's not very large. You know how when they do the pole dancing, they tend to spin around quite yeah. a lot. So you usually see their eyes that they've got quite a lot of space. There's not enough room to swing your legs around. In there, there really isn't. So. Like I think you could just sort of maybe just squeeze past the pole. You can stand on it. You can climb up it a bit, lean back a little bit maybe, and that's about it. Yeah, that's about all you can do in there. I'm not seeing any real like... Oh, God, I've just seen the beer sign. Bud Flight. It's just full of bird puns, isn't Ugh. it? So why have they... So they've even got, like, a seagull mascot for this place. He's one of the security guards. Right. Yeah. To keep people in line. I don't know if I... It's a bouncer. I don't know, like... Oh, it's... Is that a man is. himself? Oh, he must be in charge. Spearmint, Rob Braddock. Spearmint Seagull. I hope it's, got it's Dick in his name, Lewis. I hope it's just a joke, all tongue-in-cheek, but it kind of just feels a little bit seedy, doesn't it? You know, it just feels like... Well, kind of... Do you notice the mirror in the back? There's a big, big mirror in the back, yeah. Two-way mirror, do you think? I think behind there he's got, like, a camera set up. Right. Like the Maybe. wanking chair sits on. A bit like Luke, actually, here. Like this. Like this. It's on like a dining chair with a camera. Right. Just All enough. seedy looking. <laughs> just like... 
Spearmint Seagull has proved to be a huge hit with locals and visitors. However, anyone looking for employment in the adult entertainment industry may be disappointed. Oh. It's all done to raise a smile and a giggle. Please don't drop in your CVs <laughs> saying you are a former dancer looking for work. I guess they might have to get like a special license. Right. Oh, I see. Like an adult. Because, yeah, you can only have a certain amount. There's like only like three licenses for like Bristol, apparently. Really? Total, yeah, and they're all being so like like the adult clubs <clears throat> in the centre. So a fourth company can't open. I don't think so. No, right. I think one of their lawns has to shut down. Huh. I think that's I think weird that you so. know that. Yeah, um, I don't know why. It's weird that you know that there's a maximum of three lap dancing clubs in all of Bristol, but you just yeah. knew that information. Well, there's open type. <laughs> that's, hmm. that's strange. It doesn't get more animal news than this, Lewis. This yeah. is peak animal news. I see. A goat has become a superstar in Pakistan because it has very long ears. Yeah. That's it. That's the whole story, That's pretty it. much. Right. It, um, it has got very long ears. They are like Dumbo size wings. Really, you would aren't not they? believe the size of these goats' ears. The, how long they the are? The wingspan is is about two meters, isn't it? They're enormous. Um, well, I mean, I'm sure it'll say. I'm sure it'll say. 21 inches. Well, each, I guess. Yeah. I Maybe? Simba is the name of the goat. Interesting Which name. is a bit weird, isn't it? Because that, that's the name the of the lion. lion. Yeah, that's fine. So, obviously, this is a goat who's been specifically bred to have long ears. But this is obviously a particularly long, long-eared goat. Um, <laughs> is this... Such an absurd sentence. Is there... Any yeah. reason for this other than it looking like that? Is what it, do you mean? Well, is this just the case of breeders breeding them specific traits, or are they delicious? The ears. Do you want them to be as long as possible? Do you? Do you? Do you know what I'm saying? It's just a baby. Is this one of these things where it's really troublesome for the goat as well? Is it like constantly tripping over its ears? I think. Yeah, I think the owner has to like tie them up in a knot on their head, it's just like an updo. Right. So it needs pampering. He lives in this kind of... Probably, but I think it's being treated, you know, like a star. Like a god. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he can hear what you're thinking, probably. He can, he can hear neighbouring... Are they using him to spy? <laughs> I don't know! What? It's entirely possible! <laughs> I'm thinking of all the old jokes of big ears, you know, from, from when I was at school, you know? It's always yeah. someone kid with some kid with big ears, and you you come up with all these very mean, childish. Luke's looking sad. Were you the big ear? Big uh, ears. I was the eyebrow boy. Eyebrows. Yeah, he does have strong eyebrows. They're, the They're good though. Same size. Yeah, you look I like a bit strong like, eyebrows um, on on people. The bad Women guys from well, Thunderbirds. Ooh. Yeah. What's the bad? For Jill. Oh the oh Parker. No, yes, my lady. He had <laughs> the massive. Butler. They always had, they always are quite... Yes, my lady. He was the eyebrows. chauffeur and butler of Lady Penelope. Mm. Barker. Yeah, I know. Yes, my lady. It's a very good impression. Yes, my lady. Fetch the rolls, Parker. Yes, my lady. Have you, have you put, put, got the picnic ready, Parker? Do you know the joke? No. Do you know the... Parker, take off my dress. Yes, my lady. Parker, take off my bra. Yes, my lady. Parker... Take off my knickers. 
Yes, my lady. Parker, if I ever see you wearing my clothes again, I'll fire you. <laughs> yes, my lady. <laughs> Classic, classic. <laughs> That's a very classic joke. Yeah. So the problem is, this is a record-breaking goat with the longest ears a goat's ever had. So you think it'd be a shoe-in for the Guinness Book of Records. But there is not a category in the Guinness Book of Records for goat with the longest ears. Not yet. But uh, fucking... Not yet. But how you, is there not? You can, you can write into them. They will fucking, like, make a category up on a spot. Yeah, but you have to pay. Like a five. You have to pay them. Oh, fuck. This one's obviously in. I bet you it's in already. Um, anyway, look, Nerejo is wary of the attention Simba has attracted, including from rival breeders. Do you know what he's doing to fend off the rival breeders? He has resorted to prayer, Simon, and tradition. Uh, we recite Quranic verses and blow on him to cast away the evil eye. You blow on the goat. Do, they, do they blow on the goat's ears? Uh, Following a long tradition we inherited from our elders, we have fastened a black thread around him, fortified with Quranic verses. There we go. How so, do you um, fortify a thread? With Quranic verses? Yeah. Uh, well, it's bullshit, isn't it? I, I mean, guess you... I mean... It doesn't really matter. I mean, you say anything, don't you? It's all bollocks. Well, I fortify you with Quranic verses. There you go, it's done. I guess, the, I guess they done. read the Quran at the thread and then they tie the thread around it. And that empowers it, I guess, in some way. Yeah, with belief. Yeah. You know, and maybe that... But belief is very important. Belief because, is very powerful. Because it's, it's only because of, like, you know, societal sort of mores and... and it's all, it's all, we're all built on a series of beliefs. Yeah, the things are the way they are because there's enough power of, of belief that things are right the way that they are. And then slowly over time there are changes, you know, sometimes progressive, sometimes regressive in society due to the power of belief. And what I'm saying is due to the power of belief, we as a society across the entire world are responsible for the creation of a goat with extra long ears because we want to see this. That's right. All of the things we've done have led us to this moment. Yeah. And uh, we've peaked as a, as a society. I don't even think it's that bad. I think it's all right. It's all been building He's up cute. to this. He's a cute goat. He's got cute ears. He looks nice. I want to touch those ears. I'm sure a lot of people, that you would, know, that would probably be very frowned upon. I'd probably have to pay them a lot of money and be very respectful. Yeah. You'd have to, you know, they may not let random people touch the goat ears because they might think that they, they'll pass on bad energy. What I'm saying is if I show up wearing like a satanic t-shirt, it's probably not going to go well. <laughs> no, I guess not. No. Like, Do you know the, the gender of this, of this goat? He? I think it would have to be like, like, a, like a high maintenance name as well. Like a Becky. Rylan. Rylan. I would call it if it had a beautiful smile. I would call that goat Rylan. Why? Where? Where does that come from? From Rylan. From what's that? Rylan. What's that? You know Rylan? No. He's a man. Not a goat. Oh, fucking Rylan. You know Rylan. The gorgeous long-haired. Rylan. Rylan. It's Rylan, everyone. He's got very small ears. He non has very small ears. Almost non-existent ears. Look, they're like hidden away. 
They're like hiding from his head with well, that guy. It's a good name for a for a pet, right? Rylan. No. Rylan. Rylan. I see, it doesn't sound human, does it? It doesn't sound human at all. Yeah, because it's not really a human name. It's not even his name. He just made it up. Yeah. Not Simba. Name of a lion. Yeah, why call it Simba? It's so weird. Well, maybe he never watched The Lion King, you know? A so. very, very, very famous animated animal, right? Like, why well, call it that? But it's I think, stupid. okay, here's the way it works. Why didn't he call it Dumbo? Why didn't he call it Dumbo? Well, I tell you what happened. He, this goat was born along with thousands of other goats, right? Right. 999 of them, their ears were not very long, so they oh. were killed. Oh my God. And eaten in stew, right? Because that's what they do. Goats are fine, they're halal. And right. then, the, the, what, the and obviously when they were all breeding, he didn't know which one had the long ears yet. Right. So he just gave them all names. And he was like, I need names. So like Elsa, Anna, the snowman, mm -hmm. whatever, all of the characters, you know, Simba, um, the other characters from The Lion King. What? Car? <laughs> no, it's the Jungle Book. Baloo. Uh, um, name Timon another. Timon and the other one. B B Pumba. Pumba? Timon. Someone, Simone? Anyway, that's what you do, right? Yeah. When you have all these, you just give them names from already existing media. Right. It gives them a little bit of a character. Mm. And then the ones that make it through the ultimate life or death challenge of who has the longest ears or gets turned into curry. Mm. It's like a talent contest. Like Britain's Got Talent or whatever it was that Ryland was on. Except it's, it's Pakistan's Got Curry and the and ears. Maybe they keep them going a little bit because this is still a, a, a baby one. They've got to grow them up. They've got to give them a couple of weeks to grow up before they eat them, you know? Well, it says that he's like a media star. I mean, there's not been anything here. I'm not going to eat him at all about his sisters. Are you saying that there's like going to be like a Kardashian sort of thing where the family of this goat also oh have their own? You know, one uh, of them's got like a uh, one of them's got like a really big ass. <laughs> goat with a big ass. Yeah. <laughs> the world. Where's this leading to? I don't know. You're the one that. <laughs> came up with this. <laughs> Not me in this conversation. I mean, breeding goats to the long ears. Where does it end? How big can a goat's ears be that, that where, it, where it uses too much resources and it can't survive? Did we not do a story about the sheep with the biggest testicles ages ago? We did, but they were swollen because it was full of cum, I believe. Wasn't it? I don't believe they were just naturally big. I believe it was just very frustrated. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I don't think that was just, that wasn't nature. That was like someone just holding it in for too long. I think that's what that story, at least that's how I remember the story. It might not have been. Okay, yeah. It might not have been that. Woman forced to install sign outside house. This is what happens when you have something weird. Explaining why dog is always on roof. Yeah. Because obviously people have been coming up to her. Do you know saying, your dog's on the roof? She's like, yeah, he's, he likes it up there. Um, so Huckleberry, he's on a roof. 
What is he? Is he a golden retriever? It looks like it. And he just sat there on the roof. He's a lovely looking looking dog. He obviously enjoys people watching. Yeah. And just lording his time up on over his, you know, the the peons down below. You know, being on top of the world. King of the castle. Yeah. Looking down on the dirty rascals. Indeed. They got another dog. It's a little bit dangerous, but obviously he's fine. Oh my god, the sign. Don't be alarmed. Huckleberry is living up to his name. He learned to jump onto our roof from the backyard. We never leave him in the backyard without someone being at home. He will not jump off unless you entice him with food or a ball. That's Um, asking for trouble, isn't it? We appreciate your concern, but please do not knock on our door. We know that he's up there. You are allowed to take pictures of him and share them with the world. Hashtag. Huck. The roof dog. Huck the roof dog. This is... Huck the roof dog. A lovely, what a hashtag. I know, it's a lovely story. I mean, he doesn't look like as happy normally. He looks like he's in trouble, doesn't he? He yeah. looks like, he looks a bit, he's got a bit of a sad look to him. I can see why people would be confused, uh, alarmed even. Yeah, but um, once, you, once you've seen the sign, you realise, you know, he's just having fun. Um, it's just a dog living his life on a roof. He's he's very much got like resting sad face though, in a sense, isn't he? Yeah. Like he's just a little bit of a melancholy looking dog from a distance. Um, from a distance. This is a great little little news article, Simon. I love it. You know? Um, That's just a sign. Does he think he's like a seagull or something? Maybe he thinks he's a bird. Yeah. Yeah. Has he like... He was adopted by birds as a puppy. Yeah. He says, um, before installing the sign, the woman would have four to five people knocking on her door per week, asking, do you realise there's a dog on your roof? Oh my gosh. That would get pretty fucking tiring. This still happens at least once or twice a week, as most people miss the sign. Ah. sign in a better place. What is he doing? It's going to get worse as well. Now he's a tu- he's probably got his own little tourist star on TripAdvisor. Oh, God. Dog on roof house. No, Huck the roof dog. Oh, sorry, yes. Huck the roof. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fun. So this went somewhat viral on Reddit, and she did an AMA um, ah. about the dog. Burning question. And it wasn't really interesting at all. No, they asked um, him stuff like, can you hear him walking <laughs> around on the roof? And she said, yes, it is annoying. <laughs> One user who unexpectedly spotted Huckleberry on the roof said he barks at joggers to get more attention. He wants... Yeah, he wants the attention. This is why he's doing it. He's become a little... He's a... He's a fame seeker. So, so He's the, like one of those people that wears a stupid hat all the time. I don't know. This is like... So obviously if the goat was doing Pakistan's Got Talent... Right. This guy is applying... For America's got, you know, he wants the fame. The goat was born famous, right? Gate got okay, everything the given to him. Talent is the, it's got long ears, and the goat doesn't want to be famous, right? Right. Whereas, but this, it doesn't want to be made into food. Whereas, exactly. But so it's fine. Yeah. Right? But this dog is right. is pampered, lives a happy existence just for doing nothing. But he's right. he wants that recognition. He wants fame. He's created something that but, he can be recognised for. But his talent is what. Sitting on a roof. Yeah, getting on the roof and barking. How does he get on the roof? He's figured it out. Is he got? Is there a ladder around the side? 
There must be some shed or something they can jump on. Oh, this from. could be a window. There's so quite a flat roof. There's like some the, the incline is quite... It's quite low. Yeah. Mm. So, so he's got his own Instagram. Cool. And he has... 38,000, 4,000 followers, <laughs> which isn't a number. Which is definitely not a um, number, but that's happened. <laughs> His owners have recently adopted another dog named Bluebell, Aww. who has started following in Huckleberry's footsteps. Showing a picture of Bluebell on the roof, they wrote in Huckleberry's voice. They what? Introducing my new little sister, Bluebell, named after my favourite Texas ice cream. And from the same breed that I came from. I'm not still not sure what to think of her, but my family seems in love, so I think I will be too. Hey Boba, how you doing? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, That's awkward. What do you mean? It's not the, the, the camera's here. It's not your Yeah, but it's different when someone's in the flesh watching you. That's true. Um Oh, don't mind Luke. I barely see him as a person. Can we have a look at the it's Instagram? It's <laughs> Animal News. Animal News was top today. I enjoyed that. That was very warming. Yeah. My cockles and um, all that have been thoroughly reheated. Oh, good. Yeah, they were... I didn't know that they were cold. They were frozen solid. Has been a bit chilly. Um, but no, my... My core... What you need to do to warm your cockles, really, is you, you put, like, a bowl of water in the microwave for about two minutes, and then you, you place it on the ground, and then you just sort of squat over it. You have to take tea clothes bag. off. I mean, you keep your shirt on. Yeah, right. and just sort of... Yeah, tea bag. Tea bag the water. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> Maybe dip your little finger in it first. Beep, beep. Before you... Yeah. <laughs> Ah, oh, yeah. comes full circle. Nice book ending. You're welcome. <laughs>